Back on the Northland Sports page, America's birthday weekend, 4th of July weekend is here. July is here. Today is the first. If you're a firm believer in the American dream, it's Bobby Bonilla Day as well, as he's living the American dream financially. But we want to honor America every Saturday in July, so we're going to bring back for our second consecutive year, courtesy of the Veterans Memorial Hall, five guys in July featuring Jay Hagan, who is here live and in the flesh. Happy to have him. We'll get to him in just a moment. Of course, we couldn't get to anybody without our great sponsors, Roll Architecture Studio, Hoops Brewing. Thank you for the goodies they brought today. OAR Holdings of Duluth, Justin May, our realtor at Messina & Associates, Krause Heating & Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, Advantage Emblem & Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, and all of their great locations, including brunch going on right now at Tavern on the Hill. It's on the weekends, 10 a.m. to 2, a great brunch menu. Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bikes, Sports & Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And, of course, our newest sponsor. They continue their great introductory offer as part of their run, as part of our sponsorship family. Comfort Systems, comfortsystemsaluth.com. Sign up for a service appointment online. Mention you heard it right here, and you'll receive $20 off said appointment. So if you need something done with an appliance, a furnace cleaning, or anything that Comfort Systems does, Dave Cook and I rave that that name is so aptly named because Comfort Systems just puts you in a comfortable spot with everything that they do. Reach out at ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. Speaking of being in a comfortable spot, Jay Hagan, you look nice and cozy back in the studio again. Welcome back for another year of Five Guys in July. Uh, thank you for having me. M- much appreciated. It's a joy to have you. Now, you're, you're donning a purple golf shirt today, and purple is a tremendous segue to the first man we're going to honor as part of Five Guys in July. But before we do, I mentioned the Veterans Memorial Hall, the historical angle, the tribute to veterans. Talk about the organization, what you guys do, and, and what's out there for the public to invest in. Yes, so uh, Veterans Memorial Hall is a program of the St. Louis County Historical Society, and uh, the Historical Society's mission is to collect, preserve, and disseminate history of St. Louis County, and in particular, the VMH program is to collect, preserve, and disseminate the history of veterans of northeastern Minnesota. So we get a little broad, broader uh, uh, landscape to work from. So, And you've got quite a vital role in that. Yes, I do. Yes, got quite a few tasks that we do. Our our mission consists of programs, projects, publications, exhibits, events, and educational programs. So now for this additional extra with five guys in July, this is kind of a brainchild of you and I together. Correct. I am a sports nerd. I've said that on every show, and I should say that until I die because it's going to be true of me forever. So I take great joy in researching silly stats or factoids. That I know, and and some of it I don't even need to research. I just know things that I shouldn't know. But my question is, how much joy do you get in putting this together? Because I've been many places with you. We talked about Hoopla, and you know, Dave Hoops thanked you immediately. Said, you know, you and the Higgins, you guys put in a good shift, and and we do at Hoops Brewing, judge us accordingly. But you and I have talked about. I can't believe I found this athlete, this athlete, and this athlete, and the military background they have. The five guys that we do here now each July, hopefully ongoing for quite a while. It's fun to discover. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a struggle next year when there's only four days in July. But Four we'll- Saturdays in July. Yeah, we're going to have to ask for an extra show. <laughs> yeah, Maybe exactly. we can do a Viking post game with Jay. There you go. There exactly. You go. Good idea. The so, preseason. Yes. Yeah, so We'll have time for two more easily. So, uh, yeah, some of the events, I mean, I, I just, uh, it, it's just really rewarding to find this kind of information out because most people just don't know it. I, I, I love the factoid thing too, right? It, it gives, you can uh, get a little trivia question for people. They, they never knew this. Absolutely. Speaking of never knew this and tying back into your purple wardrobe choice today, the reason is our first of the five guys in July is Bud Grant, who we lost physically from this world 
not terribly long ago, right around the end of the state tournament, Bud departed after one heck of a life. And you could say one heck of a life in football, and you could leave it there and you'd be absolutely right. But the thing about Bud Grant, and and again, tying it into the research that you do for this, he is the element of surprise. Did you remember that he did this, 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 and this? You know, pro basketball with the Minneapolis Lakers. He's so beloved in Minnesota. He's a Wisconsin guy, actually. Then there's the military piece. I'll let you take over from there. Right, yeah. I mean, you could sit there with the, it was almost like Ernie Nevers last year when we went through the list of uh, of accolades. I mean, a three-sport three sport athlete like Nevers was, also went to Superior Senior. And, uh, you know, baseball, football, and, and uh, um, basketball. Most people don't realize he's got a, NBA championship ring right. on his fingers. And in Minnesota, <laughs> to say that's rare is an understatement of the decade. Right. So, I mean, out of high school, I mean, he was, uh, well, actually, before he graduated high school, he was drafted by in the first round by the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. And and he was also drafted by the uh, Minneapolis Lakers, I think, like in the fourth round or something like that, and then goes on and chooses that. Dave but, Winfield, but, well before Dave Winfield. Right. Pick a sport. Yeah, You're exactly. going to make it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, And ironically, you could say he was drafted by the U.S. Navy at the same time. Right. But... But he actually was in, he enlisted in, that's a difference, right? Right. If you're inducted, you means you are drafted in. Yeah, you are, you are going in because the country is calling your service to come, you know, coming to, to get you for your, your service. He enlisted. He wasn't drafted. It was 1945, the war is waning, and uh, he, he enlists anyway. So he's put by two, you know, professional sports opportunities aside to go serve for the U.S. US Navy, so... That that always blows my mind on how many athletes did that back during World War II. Everybody thinks of Korea. Ted Williams first, yeah, and, yeah, and 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 I think of all the football players that you know sacrificed yeah. that so much in Vietnam and 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 that and and I wonder today nowadays. I mean, when we had uh, a, after nine eleven from Arizona, Pat Tillman, Pat Tillman, yeah. who who did it, and it seems like we see less and less of that as as time has gone on. Um, and so it, it's really, to me, it, I just always find that so remarkable how these people have passed up those opportunities in service to our country. So, Well, I think some of it, too, is the associated accolades. I mean, we can talk about Bud Grant was a heck of a football coach, heck of a basketball player, what have you. Under the radar is such a cliche, but I'm going to use it anyway. You know, you said to me on the phone this week, Bud Grant didn't have, you know, the, the Purple Hearts or any of the, the big time military honors. So that part of his career in life was under the radar. But when you serve, you serve. It shouldn't be. Exactly. I mean, you, it's his heroic an effort if you were in combat or if you're, uh, as they say, the, in the rear with the gear. You know, no, uh, no veteran treats any other veteran differently by whether they served in combat or not. But he went out, uh, enlisted, went out to San Francisco area. San Francisco is like a giant naval base, as it is anyway, between, with the uh, um, proficient, or um, um, you got the Alameda uh, naval base out there. And he was at uh, Treasure Island, which if anybody knows San Francisco, you go out. Uh, Not uh, Redwick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so he was stationed out there, got his training, and was ready to go. But uh, in April of 1945, the war is over, and he gets assigned to a— um, a base in Illinois, um, the Great Lakes Naval Base in, in Illinois. So I, was, I didn't do my research and find out where that was, but I'm assuming it's somewhere around Chicago. And uh, ironically, he starts playing football there, just pick up on a, you know, like a club team. With yeah. the, and ends up playing for Paul Brown. 
from wow yeah the the Paul talk about Brown. a Paul Brown. Talk, talk about a couple of legends just you know throwing a game together <laughs> yeah just having a little pickup game right. in the street right yeah. yes <laughs> so uh yeah the Paul Brown who uh, who founded the Cleveland Browns yeah. and uh, and is their namesake so to speak you know as the Cleveland Browns so uh so yeah he uh, he kept up his sports you know and after the um uh, his military service was up. He uh, went into uh, the University of Minnesota again. Played three sports, and uh, and was uh, like I said, played professionally with the with the uh, Lakers. The <laughs> at one time called Minneapolis right. Lakers. <laughs> the much revered Bud Grant is a Vikings coach. There was so much in addition to being the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Again, we're talking to Jay Hagan, part of our five guys in July. Each Saturday in July, there are five again this year. You're right, 2024, we're going to have to adjust because there will be only four. But five Saturdays in July this year, and each of those Saturdays, Jay Hagan will join us, part of the Veterans Memorial Hall, as we honor local athletic figures who also had military careers as well. And one of the last things that I want to talk to you about as we honor Bud Grant here on the first Saturday and the first day of July, obviously, is, you know, I think of military and I think of, well, that's how he got his great disciplinarian style. And if you talk to anybody who played for Bud Grant or knew about Bud Grant, disciplinarian is how you describe him. Sounds like off the field or maybe even off the field of battle, this was a very different character because you said to me on the phone this week, I'm going to have another surprise for you because would you believe that Bud Grant was the ultimate prankster? My answer in short was no. Oh, really? So that wasn't in the record books no, either? No, no. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was a well-disguised thing that uh, Bud was quite the practical joker. And I think the best one of the bunch that I read up on is that uh, he at one time had uh, Ted Brown arrested in the middle of practice. And and everybody knows oh, Ted never, Brown. Never fumble the, again. Yeah, yeah. Ted Brown, the father of JT Brown, yes. who plays at UMD, you know, played at UMD and NHL and what current now announcer. I was going to say, I Kraken, think he's part right? of the broadcast team for Seattle, yes. The Seattle Kraken. So, uh, so, yeah, there was a local connection there, too. But I thought that was pretty funny. That, uh, But but he was known for, I mean, even his wife said, we looked, we everybody penciled April 1st on their calendar because they knew something was coming up. And it didn't sound like it needed to be April Fool's Day either. It needed to be no. a day ending in Y. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I think one of the one of the uh, other things with with Bud Grant, I think that is pretty remarkable. Um, I, I, you know, I've, what I've kind of researched on him just as as a head coach was you think of nowadays, especially with NFL coaches, you know, arrive at the facility at four a.m. and leave at midnight, and and that was, but that wasn't Bud Grant. It was you know get in at a normal time, and he, he insisted that his coaches you know made it home for dinner and, and spent time with their families and and took time to enjoy life and. A little different world back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, no, no. And and so but that was important for him for that his staff felt that they could do that. So I, I thought wanna that was ask remarkable. you as a high school hockey coach, how often do you do any of those things during the season? Probably none, but <laughs> I was gonna say I, I've talked to you as we're both as we're both door dashing at midnight because you had the game and I called it. <laughs> yeah. Um but I I I do take the fact that, you know, he he make sure that it, he made sure that his staff yeah. got home and yeah. did that right. stuff. I think you know it's excellent. I mean? That's yeah. that's that no, what he I stayed think behind to make the right. Next practical right. joke. <laughs> right. That's right. So Jay, if you could, as we kind of put a, a ribbon on Bud Grant here for the first Saturday in July, give us just the bio again. And I don't mean the sports. I mean, the military piece Navy enlisted when? Yeah. 1945 out of high school. He, you know, so he was at superior senior in red, uh, in, um, enlisted right away out of, out of, uh, uh, superior senior high school, went right into the Navy, um, again, he, uh, did training and, and went through the kind of the normal proc, you know, practice for getting, a uh, ensign up, up to speed. And then he, uh, um, got assigned it in, like I said, to the uh, Illinois base there in the grand, grand, uh, uh, great lakes, uh, 
um, Naval Reserve there. And then, uh, yeah, so then he, he went right into sports. So he did like two or three years in the Navy and then, then was off. Quite a character. Just one more feather in the proverbial cap, which has basically become a bucket hat with Bud Grant with how many right. feathers we got to put in there. Just an excellent person all around for the Northland to revere, and we did it accordingly here on this first Saturday in July. Wrapping up our segment with Jay Hagen of the uh, Jay Hagen of the Veterans Memorial Hall, and I want to do what they call a tease in the business because we've got five Saturdays of this, one down, four to go. I know you know the order in which we're going to do things. It's, it's somewhat of a mystery to the rest of us. Go ahead and say what's on the docket come July eighth. Well, we got a few more. Uh, I don't want to spill the beans on too much from this, so we might have a change or a surprise here. Just in there, case but, there's any kids but, out there listening, spill the yeah. beans is what basically spill the tea is now. Go yeah, ahead. I'll spill the tea. <laughs> I didn't know that one. So uh, I didn't anyway, talk TikTok yeah, last week, but I, go ahead. I, 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 I'm joking with you, but I think we might have to change it to five guys and gals in July because next week we're going to do Patty Berg. Yes. So she uh, uh, was a. And I know that's one you're looking forward to. You found it and said, I got a reverse field and I got to do this one. Exactly. So. All right. So that gives everybody a little something to look forward to come July 8th. Jay Hagan, great job here on July 1st. I always love having you. One more time, give everybody the background of the Veterans Memorial Hall because they're going to love these segments, but I want them to love everything that you guys do and check it out as well. Well, like I said, we went through the, uh, the things we do primarily. Uh, uh, one of them is an event that's coming up, which might be of interest. If you ever want to hear a, a Civil War uh, cannon fired. We're going to be up at uh, Park Hill Cemetery on August 12th at uh, be there at 1045. The cannon's going to go off at 10, 1058 to start the start the ceremony. We'll be honoring uh, Albert Wilson, who was our last uh, uh, Union soldier from the Civil War. And uh, and then we'll have a follow-up ceremony down at the depot at 1 p.m. So. Outstanding. Well, we were honored to have you today, Jay Hagan. It is a pleasure. I know I'll see you soon because that's the way my social calendar works. But if not before, I'll see you next Saturday. Thank you once again. Thank you for having us. Great to see you, Jay. Five guys in July. It's going to become five guys and gals. Tune in next week as we honor our first female in the history of the segment. And now as a journalist, I can call it our second annual Five Guys in July. We just kicked it off. Tune in again next Saturday. Jay Hagan will join us, but we are far from done here. Steve Potosha and I are coming back. We're going to play buy or sell, and we're going to draw some lines. Plenty of Northland Sports Page left. Stick around. We'll be right back. So was I. Welcome back to the Northland Sports Page. Brian Prudhomme, Steve Potosha, glad you're with us here. Got about a half an hour left. Been a fun show today. Enjoyed everybody in person. Corey Verrill's been here. Of course, Dave Hoops kicked off the show with us. And Jay Hagan just left. Speaking of kicking off, he started the Five Guys in July segment. Going to incorporate a gal next week. It's going to be military honors to folks in the Northland with athletic backgrounds as well. We are all about local coverage of athletics here on the Northland Sports page. Arola Architecture Studio, Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings of Duluth. Justin May, our realtor at Messina and Associates. Buy or sell is just around the corner. Justin, unfortunately, could not make it today, but give him a call for all your buying and selling needs in the real estate world. You can reach him at 218-310-9559. To see all his listings, just log on to mzr.com. You'll find everything right there. Krause Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, also sponsors our show each and every week. Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, and all of their locations, including London Road, Proctor Two Harbors, and of course Blackwater Tavern on the Hill, Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bike Sports and Trophies, Pier B Resorts, Kohler Toyota and Kohler Hyundai, and of course our newest sponsor. Only so many weeks though, and I can't call them all that new anymore, but we love having them. Our friends at Comfort Systems, they have this offer for you. Sign up for a service appointment online. Mention you heard it right here on the Northland Sports page, and you'll receive $20 off set appointment. And you can do that again online. Visit ComfortSystemsDuluth.com. It is now time for Buy or Sell. Unfortunately, the pioneer behind Buy or Sell 
couldn't make it in today. And in the lovely world of technology, our phones still couldn't reach him either. So we're going to proxy is Justin May and play by herself, Steve Patosha and myself. By herself is quickly becoming a fan favorite of segments. I think it's because we pride ourselves on covering so much. And in one segment, this one allows us to do that. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And and I'm buying it, being at a place where you don't have any cell phone coverage. Good for Justin right? May. Good chance uh, to get away. We hope he's enjoying his holiday weekend. What are your plans? We invited Jay Hagan to stick around. He immediately said the cabin is calling. I know that's the kind of guy you are, too. Yeah, that's that's probably where I'm going to go. I'm going to head home and get the dogs and pack up a few little things. And uh, I know the rest of the fam is already up there, so I'll be making my way. They let you come down for this? Oh, absolutely. This is this is awesome. They're probably all listening, to be honest. It's so. funny because I said to my wife, because she wondered what you guys were doing after the show. Cause, Did you, you say know, I'm going to see Steve? I Actually, the last thing she told me when she dropped me off is she said, are you excited to do the show with Steve? And I said, yes, yes, I am. But she wondered what you guys were doing later because she mentioned we hadn't seen you guys in a little while. And I said, well, you know, they got a place on a lake. I imagine he's he's going to be gone as, as quickly as he possibly could. And I, I turned out to be correct. What does the 4th of July mean to you in that sense? Because I know you spend a lot of your summer in that particular spot. Is this weekend any different or is it just longer? Yeah, I mean, the 4th of July is one of the one of the few weekends of the year that, you know, we get a lot of family that comes up to the lake as well. well and right now and with the introduction of a grandbaby, you've probably got family coming out of the woodwork here. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. There, there's no doubt as our family has grown over the last few years. But, uh, you know, our, 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 our families... It, it's so extended with the, all the friends that our kids have had, you know, growing up in this town and, and, you know, they, they've just some wonderful people that come up and visit and, you know, we say family, but it's probably, you know, 90% friends that, uh, is at, that we consider family. So it's, it's, it's a great time for us in the summer. We get to slow down a little bit and enjoy it. And, you know, this, this week is great for me too, cause we, we were off of hockey, you know, we had the high school camps are off, the youth camps are off this week. So, it's a little chance to spend some time. I was going to say, having a wife who teaches summer school and even they get this week off, she's pretty thrilled right now. And even I don't have to go back to work till Wednesday. So this is some of the best days ever for me. And happy birthday to America come Tuesday. Happy birthday to Dave Hoops come Tuesday. America, what, is 247? Doesn't look a day over 246. So looking <laughs> good great. right now. The other question I wanted to ask you, because I can't ask Dave Cook if he was here. And again, we hope he's having a great time with his travels this week. I know he's got a lot of time off. I don't think he goes back to work till something around July 11th. But if I would have asked him about the weather right now, he would have said, oh, I can't stand this. And some of it is sticky. Some of it is warm. Some of it is, I hate to use the H word, because a city that's this cold this regularly should never say it's too hot. I dig warm weather to a point. Depends on what I'm doing. I know Dave Cook wouldn't. You're my co-host. Where do you fall on weather like we've had the last couple days and what supposedly lies ahead as well? On the weather spectrum, I'm usually a little bit closer to Dave Cook. I don't really care for anything over 80 degrees okay. most of the time. I will say I've softened on that a little yeah. bit over the last two years. Depends on what you're doing, right? Yeah, no doubt. Um, and I was never never a beach guy really either until I went to Mexico last year and I had a blast. I was until uh, I got harpooned, but that's different. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, but I would say, uh, you know, I'm probably a San Diego guy. Give me a nice, comfortable 75 70, every 72 day. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. And sunny. And I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Um, I do like the fact that I can get out of the rink and go to the golf course. That that's, uh, you know, I know you, nobody's you, perfect. You, you wouldn't care nobody's about perfect. the golf course part of it, but well, I, they got I, a bar there. I'd go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, I, I do enjoy that part of the summer. I, I, you know, hockey nowadays is, is a year round. Yeah. So I, it's not like I ever have to miss that anymore. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's just the perfect time of year. Well, and the other reason I bring up the weather is because I wouldn't be doing the segment justice 
if Justin May was here, of course, I'd bring it up. So I have to, even if he's not, because I always ask about, okay, the weather is improving. Is the housing market too? Hopefully he's somewhere enjoying himself where he doesn't have cell phone service, but it's possible on a longer weekend that's warm. He could be showing houses too. I hope he's busy in that sense because summer, you know, you've, you've got a kid that's ready for the next grade. If you're going to make a move, this is the time. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is the time to do it. We, you know, vac- seems like a lot of people are traveling early in the yeah. summer for vacation, yeah. and and uh, you got your your fall your fall sports seem to start mid August now. So you know, this is kind of your your sweet spot to get out there and 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 find a home and and get the move in and and hopefully get all those closing things done before before school starts and and, and your fall schedule starts to begin. Yeah, it's coming up faster than I care to admit. That's all the further I'll talk about that. I can't that. believe it's the 4th of July already. I know, right? It, where did June go? We blinked and we covered 30 days somehow. But again, speaking of coverage, good coverage for Justin May. If you would like some assistance, great place to get it from our realtor, Justin May at Messina & Associates. Give him a call, 218-310-9559. Again, for all of his listings, just log on to mzr.com and you can find everything right there. His segment normally consists of buy or sell. It's going to today. He's just simply not here. The way buy or sell works is this. If you're new to the game, first of all, welcome, but where were you? I give a statement on each of the four major leagues, MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL. We try to localize it as much as we can, but this part isn't maybe as local as the rest could be, but it's a joy for a lot of people. What I say, either you agree with or disagree with. If you agree, you say buy, and you tell me why. If you disagree, you say sell, and you tell me why. Steve Potosha gets the honor of playing Justin May today. The responsibility with that is not only giving an opinion on my statement, but also predicting the order in which we're going to play with which league comes first and which league comes first, Steve Petosha. Let's start with the NBA. All right. So the NBA, and we, and we kind of broke this down in the opening topic because the opening topic lent itself to said statement. But buy or sell, even though the Timberwolves at this current moment with the additions they made yesterday are at their max number of contracts. So they're not signing anybody else. But buy or sell that the signing of Nas Reed green lights Carl Anthony Towns being moved before tip off this coming season. Well, I think it's a pretty good indication that they can do it now. Um, but will they? Is the better will, question. Yeah, will they? Um, oh boy, I if someone will give them a deal, I think if they're in that they're in that tricky spot now where they kind of seem desperate to move him. By but, the way, you just talked about Dame in Portland earlier. I got an alert on my phone during that last commercial break that Dame has requested a trade. Anybody wants to swap that? They won't, but I'm on board. Yeah, well, maybe the, he would get a trade to Minnesota. Right, no, yeah, right. right yeah. <laughs> um, where were we at? What were we talking about again? Are we buying or selling that Carl Anthony Towns will be moved thanks to Nas Reed being under contract before they tip off this coming season? I think they're going to move him. I think I think as much as it's you know kind of a 50-50 coin toss on whether or not you want him to be moved, uh, a lot of people, I, I think this is one of those things right down the middle. This is uh, blue and red right here. And it's, uh, but I think he's at the end of the day, he's going to move because he's, he's too much of a distraction. And you know, when you're, when you got a team that's not perfect, you can't have a guy out there complaining about every call complaining about quite honestly, right. everything. Right. And Justin and, May's and, mantra is he needs a life coach more than a basketball coach. Yeah, And he's, he's not wrong. So I, I think he'll be gone. I'm going to sell that they do it. I'm going to buy that I want them to, and maybe that's why I sell that they do it. When's the last time a Minnesota sports team did what I wanted them to? And I'm the, I'm the inverse of that. Okay, <laughs> that's so. fair. That makes for better radio. But what I think is they've been trying to sell us, pun intended, on the fact that they only got, what, 
two dozen games with Gobert and Towns together last year because of the injury piece. If they have a plan, heavy on the air quotes, of how these two can work together well, they're going to give themselves another season to execute it. Should they? No. Because I think even the games that they had as a sample size proved that Cat's not a four. He's a five as well. He's a different kind of five than Gobert, but you can't play them together in my opinion. Would love to be proven wrong, but I think the Wolves are going to be stubborn on this and they're going to go, nope, we've got the right pieces and this is going to work. We told you this last year, we're going to show it this year. Is there any chance they trade Rudy? No. I mean, I don't think so either no. because because you just can't get back what you you just right. sold the farm for him and you're and not going to even get back a cow. So. And like I said, if you think about it, you got what you should have expected to get out of Rudy Gobert. I, yeah. I don't know why they thought they got David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon in combo and you were going to get 20 and 15. Rudy's never been that guy and he's not getting younger. So three centers now. <laughs> right. <laughs> When's Nas going to, we're going to have two guards, three centers. Here we go. Three, yeah. Three, three centers. We're, we're going to get called for the most three seconds in the lane ever. Cause nobody can move a point guard with an AARP card. Yep. Yeah. Conley Edwards and three centers. Let's go. <laughs> now I, I think shake Milton is a good move. I don't know about Troy Brown jr. I'd rather have Troy Brown, the wide receiver from the Patriots than Troy Brown from the Lakers who, if you're on the Lakers and I don't remember you, how did that happen? Because the media shoves the Lakers roster down your throat. But enough about the NBA. I know some listeners wanted us to talk about the draft today, but I'm not going to do that either. NBA down, three leagues to go. What's next? Let's go hockey. NHL, okay. Free agency frenzy is starting in the NHL. Ryan Reeves and Matt Dumba are as good as gone for the Minnesota Wild. Dumba's polarizing and been talked about almost as much as the Larry Olam situation. It's nauseating by now. But Ryan Reeves is a different character in many ways. When they first brought him here, I think a lot of people didn't like the idea at all. And then as he was with the team, we certainly warmed up to it. But he doesn't necessarily fit. Assuming he walks, buy or sell this wild team misses Ryan Reeves. Well, they're going to have to replace the enforcer. I mean, you saw when they picked when they brought Reeves in, the, the amount of guys going after. They got a little tougher, yeah. Off. Uh, you know, those extra cross checks to the ribs and whatnot, those those didn't come around as much. I mean, he still got them, but they, they, those were tempered a little bit. So, you know, th- there's people that are going to continue to take liberties with their, their high-end guys, and they can't afford to, you know, lose those guys. So they're going to have to have some protection in there, you know. So I, you buy that they'll miss him. I know they'll have to they replace him. Do they though. miss him specifically? Uh, I'll sell that they're going to miss him, but they're going to have to replace him. I agree on all counts, and that makes for terrible radio, but you make a valid point. You need that role. I just don't know if you need it from him. And again, you mentioned, you know, the extra blows that Kaprizov had to deal with, and they were gone for the most part when Reeves was part of the team, but then in the playoffs, they were a focal point. So Ryan Reeves kind of disappeared, as did most of this team in the postseason. So can you find somebody with a winning pedigree or at least postseason experience to have that factor and have it a lot longer than Reeves brought it? Well, I mean, ideally, you find someone that can add a little bit to your team other than just that. Right. Um, but Like they always tried to do with the late, great Derek Bugard. You knew he was an enforcer. Could you find any skill with him? I, I think it's what they try to do repeatedly with Moose, with Marcus Foligno. Yeah, and I, I don't think I, – I think if they just took the the enforcer part out of Foligno's game, it would be beneficial to that team. I agree. In, in my opinion. I almost I, I think picked he him. Can, I think he can do it. I just don't think that it, it helps. I almost picked him for the up-and-smoke guy for the Wild because I think they're using him wrong. You're a better hockey mind than me. Is that crazy or no? Well, that's the way I feel too. I think that he's he can be a more effective player, you know, and he can add to your offense and and be a good F one on in your forecheck and and be a responsible responsible defender. Um, 
but now they've they've given him that responsibility of being a tough guy, and he can be. And he is a tough guy, but he doesn't have to be. He's he's more than that, and you know they they do need the enforcer, and I, and I think you know the, the last few years that the NHLPA has voted on bringing you know whether you like fighting or not and the brutality of it, the NHLPA has voted on, and only four guys out of the whole PA voted to take it out. Right. So that tells you what what the players feel about it. You know that it's an important part of the game. So. Um, I don't think I don't I don't think it's going anywhere, and I think guys like Ryan Reeves will continue to have jobs because of it. The question is where two down, two to go. We got the NFL and MLB left. Which order would you like to play those? Let's go to football. All right, football. I'm sticking with, and and this is not local at all. This is just my second favorite team, but I'm sticking with a bit of a Fourth of July theme. And hear me out on this. This is this is a bad dad joke pun. I don't have kids, but I have dad jokes galore. It's a patriotic holiday, right? The Fourth of July being Tuesday. So buy or sell that the New England Patriots, who once were the gold standard in the NFL, are going to finish last in the AFC East. I'm going to buy that because I will, I'm going to too. I will tell you what, in 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 the most um, I think genuine sense of irony, you know, um, Mr. Kraft should be cutting ties with Mr. Belichick at this point. You know, as as someone or who, asking as, him how much does he have left, let him walk on his own, well, but encourage the idea. You I, don't fire Bill Belichick. I, I don't think. Well, maybe move him into a different role. Then. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fine. But I think um, that style of 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 coaching and and the NFL is a different animal altogether. Now, don't there is a level of accountability in the NFL? I think that 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 rivals no other pro sports. You know, if you make one mistake in the NFL, you may never play in the NFL again. Where in the NHL, the NBA, and and baseball, there seems to be a little bit more of a uh, a chance to redeem yourself. Um, but that said, that that mentality of uh, the players, I don't feel like have responded since you know they haven't had Brady, and even Brady, I think, was rebelling against it the last few oh, years. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. As it was that the the taskmaster uh, mentality that that he brings, you know, I I think you. You have to care about your players, and they have to know you care about them nowadays. And and whether that's a soft approach, it might be, but I I think it's important to to the individual. And 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 sports is more individual now, and that's the reality. And I think so for that reason, I think you know the Patriots should probably part ways with Bill Belichick. And I love Bill Belichick. Yeah, it's, I think I think we all should by detail, now. His his the. You know the structured the nature of focuses what he does. on yep. on such on the, the small minute parts of the game. I mean, the fact that he's essentially the special teams coordinator of that team that goes to tell you. What I'm he, not convinced what he he's not the offensive and defensive coordinator too. Other guys have titles, but he calls the shots. No doubt. Uh, but you know, so the fact that he 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 pays the, the, that amount of detail to things. I mean, that's I think rare too. So I mean that that's a special trait that I mean he's one of the best coaches of all time. Any sport, whatever. But in a in a in an organization where they have cut bait on guys, where you know just before it's been too 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 much, yeah, it's I think it's probably his turn. I'm gonna buy that they finished last two. You've covered the Patriots rather well. I'm just gonna do it by process of elimination. Now it's possible that reputationally the Jets just continue to not be able to get out of their own way, but they had I believe the offensive and defensive rookie of the year last year between Sauce and Wilson, and now you threw in Aaron Rodgers. Even if he's half the quarterback he was in his proverbial prime in Green Bay, that's a huge upgrade over Mike White or Zach Wilson. If Aaron Rodgers plays well at all, the New York Jets are markedly better. Now, again, they're the Jets. It's a lot like when everybody said, oh, Cleveland's going to be good. That lasted about six weeks. So if the Jets remember that they're the Jets, forget it. They'll still be last. And it's possible that Tua takes another hit 
and by week six doesn't know what day it is. And then Miami's in big trouble. But Miami, that's a track meet. They're pretty talented. We already know how good the Bills are. I mean, Josh Allen doesn't stink until the postseason. Up until then, he's probably the second best quarterback in the league. Just by process of elimination, what chance do you give Mac Jones and company? And you could just stop there. It's such a quarterback-driven league. You've got Tua, you've got Josh Allen, you've got Aaron Rodgers, and and you've got Mac Jones. I mean, that that should be a TikTok with the Saturday Night Live song, and we know the one that doesn't belong. It's Mac Jones. Absolutely. I mean, you've got three of probably the three of the more dynamic quarterbacks yeah. in the league and then Mac Jones. Yeah. Take so. it from two guys that have had Mac Jones as QB two on their fantasy <laughs> team before and went, why did we do this again? Exactly. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody gets one. So major league baseball to wrap it up. Buy or sell is the segment. Buy or sell is the question. It's July 1st. The Minnesota twins lead the American league junior varsity by a game. They're also under 500 by a game. It's early to do this. But buy or sell that the Twins should sell at the trade deadline. It's tough to sell when you're uh, right there at the top of your division and you can make the playoffs. I mean, you you know my opinion of it. I think they should sell. That's why I think you're the most (laughs) intriguing because you're not a Twins rah-rah guy at all. Yeah, I, I... I think they I think they should sell. I mean, I I think they should continue to build for what they got going on cuz what are you going to buy for for to win one one or two games in the in the beginning of the Major League Baseball playoffs? You're not you're not getting win, you're not going to win the World Series this year. Your pitching staff, although improved, is not good enough. Your bats have clearly not stepped up to the the plate, so to speak, and I just don't see it happening. So why not try to Build, do what the Twins do and build for the future. I mean, this is the time they should build for the future, not when they're leading the league in home runs right. and all they need is a couple of arms to try to get them over the hump. This, this to me, is a sell all day. And real quick on the buyer's sell, our NHL topic was Ryan Reeves. That didn't take long. Just a few minutes ago, he's gone to the Toronto Maple Leafs, which seemed to be the worst-kept secret ever. So the buyer's sell was will they miss him? They're going to have to now. Whether or not they wanted him, he's not an option. So Toronto Maple Leafs enjoy, and I hope you get to enjoy it into the postseason, but don't get me started on the memes with the Maple Leafs in the postseason anyway. Back to the Twins, though. Buy or sell that they should sell at the deadline. All buy that they should sell. Here's the reason I take it, and this is best-case scenario, and that's me being a Twins rah-rah guy a little bit. What veteran is really helping you right now? You're not going to sell Correa. You're not going to sell Buxton because you've got long-term investments. is going to figure it out, and in order to sell Buxton, you need a buyer, and right now you just don't have it if he's not a center fielder. So those two are going to be here. Outside of them, you've got Sonny Gray, who's not coming back. You've got Kenta Maeda, whose best days are behind him. Max Kepler and Joey Gallo have been the butt of most jokes. Why do you need any of those? You can argue for Gray, but the others not so much. Because you've got Walner and Larnick ready to play the outfield positions that, you know, the two outfielders, Kepler and Gallo, are not playing. If Polanco can't get healthy, you've got Julian waiting. Most of the Twins players right now, even though they're under 500 and in first place, whatever that means in that division, it's mostly kids already. I think you can sell your veterans, and I'm not sure you'd skip a beat. Most teams can't say that. Doesn't it kind of kind of like outside outside look a little bit like 1980 with the Twins? Not as bad as 82, thankfully. It's not it's not 100 losses, but you know maybe they do have that core. Maybe you have the next crop of Gaetti, Herbeck, Puckett, and, and some of the names that have been created. The thing is, I think the ceiling is winning the American League Central. They're not as good as anybody in the East except for maybe the Red Sox. 
You're not as good as Houston. You're not as good as the Angels as long as the Angels keep figuring it out. You got two of the best players in baseball. They finally put it together. And the Rangers are a huge surprise. So you're not as good as those teams are, but you can win the Central anyway. So go ahead and sell and build for the future and hit your ceiling in the present. Win the Central and then go, well, we weren't as good as the other playoff teams. I think you already knew that. So I think you can do both because I get what you're saying. Selling sends a bad message to this fan base, but selling and winning, I think, can still happen. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you're, you're kind of doing it now, so I, I get where you're coming from. That I got no problem if you think these guys will, will continue to win. Well, and you know me when it comes to the Twins. I think everything's sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows at some point. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm the guy who celebrated because when I woke up Thursday morning, they were in second, and by Thursday afternoon, they were back in first, and they didn't even play. <laughs> Baseball. I was going to say, when when the best thing they can do lately is not play a game, although they looked very good last night after a closed-door meeting, whatever was said in that, put it in a bottle and unleash it every night before a game. We are an American band. The band consists of Brian Prudhomme and Steve Petosha. We got one segment left. It's drawing lines. We'll talk about the American dream. We'll talk about what was mine, what was Pitt's. It's probably not as good as the one Bobby Bonilla is living. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy July 1st. Happy July 4th weekend. One segment to go here on the Northland Sports Page. Stick around. We'll be right back. Little Don McLean to close out the Northland Sports Page here for your 4th of July weekend. July 1st, Bobby Bonilla Day. That's got to be the American dream to be well out of Major League Baseball and still collecting millions from a Major League Baseball organization. But, you know, the way the Mets season has gone, the way they're paying everybody and return on investment, the Mets aren't shocked, I don't think. Brian Prudhomme, Steve Petosha here with you. Brian, uh, that is the uh, least expensive contract the Mets are paying this year. Right. So they're, they're and probably, probably getting as much production from Bonilla as others. <laughs> That's exactly right. Speaking of production, we get plenty from our sponsors as well. Hoops Brewing, OAR Holdings of Duluth, Justin May, our realtor at Messina and Associates, Krause Heating and Cooling, your carrier HVAC authorized dealer, Advantage Emblem and Screen Printing, Sammy's Pizza, the Blackwoods Group, all of their locations, London Road, Proctor Two Harbors, of course, Blackwater and Tavern on the Hill. Tavern has their brunch menu from now until 2 o'clock. Avenue 45, Mount Royal Bottle Shop, Stewart's Bikes, Sports, and Trophies, Pier B Resort, Kohler Toyota, and Kohler Hyundai. And once again, our friends at Comfort Systems, get a service appointment online, comfortsystemsduluth.com. Mention you heard about it here. Get $20 off that appointment as well. And finally, Arola Architecture Studio brings you drawing lines each and every week. He drew some great lines because he's responsible for the great building we're in as well. Yeah, Ryan's one of the best guys ever, and he takes such good care of us and this show and I, I can't He's wait such for, an uh, underrated guy. I should get him to sign something for me, don't you think? <laughs> oh, at least one thing, if not two or three. Or, or 40. Yeah. Absolutely. But the number of weeks that he's given us drawing lines is well above that number. We're going to close with it this week as well. Drawing lines in honor of the 4th of July. I'm simply going to ask the question of what was and what is your American dream as it relates to sports? So growing up, what was that dream that you wanted to do as it relates to sports? And then what would the dream scenario be now? Maybe coaching at your alma mater, you've already got it. You can start wherever you like. Well, I, 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 it's my, I think the, the American dream, you know, Dusty Rhodes himself right. would, would, be, would be the answer. But uh, I thought that was just another makeshift <laughs> pun about the potholes. Is there dust involved too? Go ahead. Um, yeah, growing up, I really wanted my, my dream was to be, an Olymp- be on the Olympic team. Of course, you know, as a product of the uh, – you know, growing, being born around the time of the 80, sure. 80 Olympic team. That was sure. kind of where my love of hockey came around. Of course, that didn't happen. Um, but I think nowadays, I, I really I really love watching the success of the guys that come through our program, you know, and watching them move on and, and, and do great things. And whether that's on the hockey rink or in other, other aspects of the world, I mean, you know, I've been doing this long enough now where I've coached 
plenty of guys who are, are doctors now and, and, yeah. you know, and, and, and other pretty important professions. And so, um, isn't you know, the American dream already being grandpa, Steve, you got that dream this <laughs> yeah, week. No doubt. I yeah. mean, I we had a great family and, and, you know, so I'm pretty happy with, uh, with, with life for me. That's for sure. From a sports, from a sports perspective though, it, it, I really love watching the success of others. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's very satisfying and gratifying. I agree with you because I think even as a public address or play by play guy, maybe more so as a public address guy, I like the smiles that I get from kids when I jazz up their name or hold it out a little bit longer, or, you know, make a big deal out of their latest bucket or what have you. I don't public address announce for me. I address, you know, the crowd for the kids and, and parents love it too. And that's, that's just fun. That needs to be brought back in the game. Again, at nauseum, we hear about parental problems in sports and all these different things. There's a lot of joy to be had in, in young sports as well. And you're having it and I'm having it. I know as a disabled guy, my dreams growing up were a little bit different. I think reality hit me quickly. My mom will tell you, you've been talking about being an announcer until you were seven and you've done it. But I do remember in third grade, there was one assignment where we had to write about, you know, the proverbial, what do we want to be when we grow up? And I don't know why I had this thought. I think I can remember part of why. My dad used to play football with me quite a bit in the yard. And we even when it was just the two of us, we'd play offense and defense. Offense would just be running routes and playing catch. But defense would be, he would be the quarterback trying to hit targets around me, and I would have to either try to knock the ball down or pick it off. And I think he made it relatively easy for me because I led the world in interceptions in my mind. So I wrote in third grade that I wanted to be the world's first disabled middle linebacker for the Minnesota Vikings. Now, on that defense, they could probably use one regardless. But that was my dream at age nine. Now it would be that either Dick Bramer or Corey Provis needed one night off and they couldn't find a guy Give me one Twins game. Not saying I would nail it, but my goodness, all it takes is an opportunity. I would want it right now. That's the best ability is availability, yes. right? I mean, that's, uh, that's yeah, the, no The doubt. fact that I have nothing going would help, right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, but I, I bet you would kill it at, at uh, you know, doing a Twins game or whatever whatever level it was. I if mean, they needed a Homer broadcast with a Twins game, I'm I mean, your at, guy. At the end of the day, I mean, people who are su- successful are enthusiastic and have passion for what they do. And I think that if you do that, uh, no matter what it is, you're going to be, you're going to do great at it. So I appreciate that. I think we did great today. We had a lot of passion for it. Hope everybody has a great 4th of July. Thank you, Dave Hoops. Thank you, Jay Hagan. Thank you, Corey Verl. Thank you, Steve Petosha. You said time with us, never enough. We had a good time today, though. Always a blast to come in here. So thank you for having me. That is the Northland Sports page for this week. Enjoy the holiday. Happy 4th of July. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Go celebrate. We'll see you back on Saturday. Brian Prudhomme wishing you a very good weekend.